Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 125, Consequences and Romeo in the Mix with Terry Lohmeyer. Hi, pals. More static again. I'm Al. Mm-hmm. I'm Maggie. I'm Tilo. That's that's Welcome. our voice lady. That's Tilo or mm-hmm. voice woman. We had a whole you debate ju- about ladies. You just heard her. Yeah. Yes. And and if these two are are ladies, and and mm-hmm. I said, look, they're they're women. There's no disputing that. But ladies, I. Mm-hmm. I am Al, a lady. I have, worked, mm-hmm. I have worked so hard to become a lady. Look, I d- do not deny. That you are a glorious woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say that again. I want it in the uh, opening credits from now on. Of course. Well, Tila would have to say that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But do you lift your pinky when you drink your tea? I do actually do that. There you go. <laughs> lady. I did that before before I came out, which might have been an indicator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just read a tweet that said uh, the word heterospect should be a word for like, in retrospect, my <laughs> crush on Joan Jett had less to do with the music and more to mm-hmm. do. Uh huh. Oh, I got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are not here to talk about these possibly ladies. Mm-hmm. That's we a are... different podcast that we should also do. <laughs> <laughs> Where you praise us for all of our ladylike behavior. No, for, look, you are both two of my favorite people. You are you are lovely, lovely women. It's just mm-hmm. the lady part that I, I take issue with. Mm-hmm. Say it, Al. You are no more ladies than I am a gentleman. Mm. You're I don't know. I've seen you in a suit. Yeah. yeah. I Look, I wear a good suit, and I know mm. how to be polite, but that doesn't mean I'm a gentleman at all. Mm, no, I'm pretty sure. All right. Well. Just get some white gloves. Ugh. I think there is no piece of costume that I dislike more than white gloves. Oh, God. I can totally see you in, like, a fucking, like, tuxedo with tails, yep. like, playing a piano. Yeah, but no gloves. Just I don't know why, not. but you've got the face for it. Like... Well. I mean, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank yeah. you. But none of this has anything to do with our friend Static. Mm-hmm. We are just enjoying one another's company, and we can't do that. We have work mm-hmm. to do. He's so. a shock to our system, Al. Is he? Yeah. Okay. They stopped saying it because you, they said it enough that now you know. Mm. Now we know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's kick things off. I will tell you about the episode, what's called Consequences. Virgil's out having a good time being a superhero, like when you see Spider-Man doing his web-swinging thing and going, woohoo! Wait, is it web-swinging or web-slinging? I suppose I could look that up, but when have I ever looked anything up for this show? Anyway, where was I? Oh, right. Virgil was showing an even, uh, even a modicum of enjoyment. Well, kids, this ain't my first superhero rodeo. I would estimate that it's somewhere around my 20,000th superhero rodeo, but that's without looking it up, obviously. And we all know what happens when any superhero anywhere dares to be happy. <laughs> Actually, we might not know that very well on this show, since we've mostly been watching various Batman to this point, and they're never happy. Uh, What it means is this. It's time to play Humble Our Hero, because if there's one impression everyone immediately gets upon meeting Static, it's that his head is too big and he really needs to be brought down a peg or two. And now I'm worried that my natural deadpan might not be selling the inherent sarcasm of this statement because Virgil Hawkins is a very sweet kid with a good heart, and the notion that he has any kind of ego is absolute nonsense. But since everyone in his life, including Sharon, his dad, his dad's cop girlfriend, oh good, she's still here, noted waste of space Richie Foley, and rubber band man, wait, shouldn't Maggie be summarizing this one? Uh, Since everyone in his life has now decided that he's a reckless, arrogant menace, I guess it's time for him to learn a lesson about not being that thing that he actually isn't. And what better way to teach a young male hero a lesson than to shove his girlfriend into, well, not a refrigerator, but a freaking coma which is nearly as bad. Mm. Poor Daisy. She came out to the mall to have a good time, and she's honestly feeling so attacked right now (laughs) by by supervillains. So now she's in a coma, which prompted my housemate and this week's guest, Shoeless T herself, to remark upon how pretty Daisy looks in her hospital bed. Uh, She can answer for this in our subsequent discussion. I'm still summarizing. This, and by this I mean Daisy's coma, not Tilo's weird comment thereof, throws Virgil into what passes for a rampage, which essentially amounts to him doing a slightly lower voice and vaguely threatening bad guys. I'm almost certain these are things he just picked up working with Batman on three different occasions, not expressions of his anger. 
Turns out he didn't have to threaten anyone to find the villains, though, because Puff, I did mention it was Puff and her gang, right? Just decides to start causing general mayhem on the streets of Dakota. Then Static stops the bad guys with the help of RBM, Daisy wakes up from her coma, and probably something else happened, but I'm not going to bother looking up what that might have been. We we both had the same note here. Daisy's going to be okay. Oh, God, I was going to make a Duke joke, and I forgot. Uh-huh. Tilo, do you even get that one? No. Well, the G.I. Joe movie was going to kill off Duke, the boring blonde guy, uh-huh. and then... The, they found out that kids really didn't like them killing off Optimus Prime in the Transformers movie, so they put in an obvious line that was not written, <laughs> like by a character not like off screen, not moving their mouths, saying, "Good news, guys! Duke came out of his coma." Oh well, I mean, you got to sell more Duke toys. Apparently, yeah. you do. I don't know why. But the whole point of killing off characters in a toy commercial cartoon is because the toys aren't available anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why they do that. It's not like now where they just keep pumping out the same Duke action figures. They just put them in different hats. They don't even do that anymore. It's like, hey, it's the Duke you had when you were a kid. And I'm like, there is that. This will never work on me. And then I buy all the old Ghostbuster toys. Yep. Mm -hmm. So this episode was a holdover from season two. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how you can tell? Uh, There's a lot of ways. But which way are you going to? Well, for one thing, Static's in his old costume. Yeah. Yep. And it's weird. Yep, the animation style isn't as nice as it is in more recent episodes. And uh, also... Yes? Hang on, go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, like, this is my bad thing, but, like, we're way too late in the series to have an episode where Virgil is learning the value of not showboating. Like, mm-hmm. ignoring the fact that he's not, he's just being, like, the kid that we like. This episode feels just very much like, hey, you know that kid you like to watch? Shame on you. Yep. Yeah, like, but I mean, they didn't even put the new opening at the beginning. They just mm-hmm. left the old opening in. Yep. Yeah, like they were, it wasn't just a script left over. Like they, it must have been late getting produced. They're like, uh, hey, here, here it is. Oh, oh okay. guys, I, I found this episode from season two behind the fridge. Uh, we could probably <laughs> use it now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's fallen back there. That kind of connects to my good thing, which is Richie didn't become gear even once in this episode. Yeah, it ruled. Thank God. Not even so much as a name check for the backpack named Backpack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tilo, you like Richie, huh? I don't. He's your favorite. He's your boyfriend. Yeah, why do no, you like Richie so much? I never yeah. said that. I just don't hate him the way you guys do. I hate no, him that... in a normal, a, a, a normal amount. Okay. I don't know. That voice sounds like he might be your boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I think. He... Well, who is your boyfriend on the show then? I mean, Virgil's my boyfriend. Don't well, tell anybody. okay. Well, he he does rule, is the thing. Yeah. You did, did you remark. See him without that jacket. Yes, Jesus. I know. I was gonna say you did remark upon how good his sixteen-year-old shoulders looked. Mm-hmm. He's a cartoon. He's not real. Amanda mm-hmm. made him up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one before. I mean, isn't that from the RPG you guys play? Yes, but it's separate RPGs. So oh, I see. Um, but. That also brings me to the comment that I called you out for in my summary, which is Daisy looks very pretty in her coma. Okay, I am mad about the whole coma thing. Can I just do my best? Oh, yes. of course. Um, Daisy tripped on a piece of rubble and mm-hmm. gently bonked her head and just went into a coma. Yep. It's, it's like she tripped and fell into a coma. Yep. Yes. Um, this is not how comas work. And also... I did mention I I didn't even realize why this is why this was something that I, I noted because I've seen people in comas and they don't look pretty, and no, she no. looks very pretty in her coma. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a cartoon. She's someone Amanda yes, made up. That's true. Got that, uh, Amanda that's, did make her up. That Sleeping Beauty. Uh... Oh yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the coma thing was kind of out of nowhere, like because it was just sort of a standard fight in the mall, like mm-hmm. they always have. Yeah, but this time. There was some collateral damage, which I, I don't even dislike. Well, and the other thing is it also felt like um, they weren't allowed to show the, like her yeah. getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. So it's I just mean, like some stuff falls near her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If a rocket fallen on her head, that might have caused a coma. Yeah. Maybe that was the standards and practices thing. Maybe they animated that and then they said, oh, no, you can't show that. That wouldn't surprise me. I also noticed that uh, Shiv no longer uses knives anymore. Like he just uses other dumb crap like hammers and punching. pliers yeah his, and punching his natural wit is yeah, that what you were gonna say <laughs> oh definitely 
That's why they call him Shiv, not because he uses sharp objects, but because he has a sharp wit. <laughs> the only person I hate more than Richie in this show. Mm-hmm. Well, I said this in the Justice League episode when Shiv showed up. It's like, oh, God, we could potentially get Flash and Richie and mm-hmm. Shiv <laughs> all making bad jokes at each other. All yep. your favorite and the, people. And uh-huh. the writers are just like, I think we should do the episode about this, and then we should make a show about this. And then in the future, Al and Maggie could watch it. Uh-huh. They probably said exactly that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then then they have to find a good thing for every episode. And the... Uh, the, the... And it- the true tragedy of losing Dwayne McDuffie so young mm-hmm. was that he did not live to see us suffering through this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, no other no other tragedies, just that. Also, the good thing for that episode every week would be Patrick Stewart's acting. <laughs> Can't do that every week. Mm. All right. Um. So my bad thing is something yes. I pretty much called out in my summary, but... Everyone accusing Virgil of being arrogant is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Like, he was acting like his usual self. We saw him do a little 360 on his flying disc. That yep. was it. Other than that, he was making jokes like he always does. He's a, he's a friendly guy. Mm-hmm. And Rubber Band Man in particular, the dude was, is, a pop mm-hmm. star. Like, surely he understands the value of a little harmless grandstanding. Also, I'm going to say this. Uh, if you're a guy who can fly, you usually don't have to look for people who you, who you can bump into. Yeah. Also, also, I saw how Rubber Band Man came around that corner. He was doing a real, like, I hope no one sees me. Sneak, sneak, sneak. <laughs> <laughs> boing, boing. Hey. Uh-huh. It's like he woke up that morning and he's like, I'm real sick of Virgil's bullshit. Okay. Who among us here, Rubber Band Man, mm-hmm. has been to, to jail for doing crimes? Oh, mm-hmm. oh mm, my hand's not up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah. who has worked you... with the Justice League, mm-hmm. as Maggie pointed out? Yep. Like, I think I know more about being a superhero, my friend. Mm-hmm. Also, I've been doing this longer. Yeah, also that. Mm-hmm. Also, Rubber Band Man, you roll into every scene. Like, if yeah. anyone is grandstanding. Yeah. Well, like I say, he was a pop star. He knows how mm-hmm. to work a crowd. Yeah. Well, he also does glide like a flying squirrel sometimes, apparently. Oh, you mm-hmm. were delighted by that. It was yep. very cute. It was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And he turned into a tennis racket. Mm-hmm. I liked that, too. Hot dog, igloo. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just like, if the premise of the episode is that Virgil's going too far, they should have written that. Yeah. And they didn't. They wrote him no. acting the way he always acts, but now everyone's mad at him. Mm-hmm. There's a bit where he's doing, he's practicing a speech for a class mm-hmm. about how metahumans have made um, uh, Dakota better. Yeah. And which is cute that he's doing that. Mm-hmm. But like his whole family just sort of frowns at him and it's like, okay, Sharon always gives him shit, but his dad's usually very supportive. Where is mm-hmm. this coming from? I, like, he's a high school student giving a speech, like, fucking... Yeah. Yeah, the, give him a break. He has to do fact... this in front of all his peers. Yep. Yeah, the fact that he wrote this and is now saying it is enough, honestly. I, and like... what, what we know about Virgil academically is I, maybe he is a good, like, English student, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it seems like his focus is more science and math. That's yeah. That seems to be what he's good at, so extrapolating from that this probably isn't his best subject Mm -hmm. and he did a pretty good job yeah yeah so i don't know they were just they were just being mean to him for no reason and i like reel up his ass this week yeah and i like this kid so much people being mean to him makes me sad yeah Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the episode he's doing his flips he's having fun flying that's my good thing like i love seeing him having a good Mm -hmm. time he has a lot on his shoulders he's like got academics he's got to be perfect for his family and he's got superhero stuff he's he should be allowed to have a little fun every now and then Mm -hmm. yeah and he's not no apparently not he's not having fun at the expense of anyone that's the thing it's not like he's ignoring safety or whatever yeah he's not doing flips on his way to a crime yeah Yeah. i mean he was but it's not getting him there any slower yeah Yeah, like it's the flips aren't slowing him down yeah exactly i don't get it yeah i just again also sorry go ahead no go ahead if you can fly, fucking, like, enjoy being able to fly. Yeah. Of course. It's like that first issue of Astro City where the guy's just like, fuck, all I do- want to do is fly. Yeah, it's 30 pages of a Superman analog going, flying is amazing. Like, I have mm-hmm. to go do all this emergency stuff, but when I get a moment to myself, flying is every 
bit as great as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's so good. Yep. I love that comic. Yup. Uh, what was your good thing, Maggie? Uh, what was my good thing? Well, you just start murdering oh. like Popeye. <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, I don't want to see this every episode, but I really like uh, Virgil doing his badass threat in a car full of criminals like he's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, again, I don't want to see this every week, but it's a fun one-off when he's pissed. No, the thing is, the idea of this story mm-hmm. where the hero blames himself for something bad that happened to someone in his life mm-hmm. is a good, like, that's a good Spider-Man story. Exactly. And Virgil has a lot of Spider-Man. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm cool with all that. It's just they didn't really pull it off here. Yeah. And uh, I I like him getting a little mad. Like, I thought, like, yeah, I made some jokes about it, but, like, Philomar really sold that because he did mm-hmm. deepen his voice, but it still sounded like static to me. Well, and I like him going in the bar like that because it's like, oh, fuck, when he stops making jokes, he's actually like scary, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. He could electrocute that... you to death. Yeah. There's that bit where he like fires a bunch of shit into the wall by the guy and it's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. But again, we've seen him working with Batman and this is just standard Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. even that scary. Like okay, hands on hips. Um, mm-hmm. what else did he do? Uh, get get out of my city. Nailed it. <laughs> there, nailed it. I like some of the bad guys like realizing, oh crap, static is like when static <laughs> is serious. This is not this is not good. Yeah. Wow. It's like it, every ten years when Spider Man gets a bug up his ass. It's like, oh, actually, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy could be dangerous if he wanted to be. He just uh-huh. doesn't usually want to be. Yeah, usually he just ties me up and like leaves me for the cops. But this time, mm-hmm. he actually beat me up a little. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, Spider Man, did your girlfriend die again? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh god, my girlfriend's dead too. I forgot about that. Oh, so and that may needs her medicine. So many problems. Uncle Ben, why? Mm-hmm. No, I just, I felt bad for Virgil the whole time. Yeah. And also, Daisy didn't ask for any of that. Nope. It's not like, it's not like she was even out in the danger, really. Mm-hmm. No. She was, like, trying to see what was going on, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that's human nature. Of course. Well, and that happens every week in Dakota. Like, yeah. you can't go anywhere without fucking Shiv showing up and turning his hand into a bag so he can steal some candy. <laughs> Turned his hand into a bag so he could steal some orange Julius, and then it leaks uh. out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, why didn't my crime work? <laughs> what an extreme crime I just did. Uh. That's so funny. He decided to break into a toy store. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sure did. It, and also, this was like a toy store that looked like a tiny storefront, and then you went in, and it was F.A.O. Schwartz inside. Yeah. Yep. And it had a giant display robot that Static used his increasingly nebulous powers to mm-hmm. animate this robot as though it were alive. Mm-hmm. It actually reminded me a lot of the toy store from that episode of uh, Wonder Woman we watched that time. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. Um, Frank Gorshin played some kind of toy-based villain. Yeah. And there was like a giant gorilla because back in the 70s, 70s, they always put somebody in a gorilla costume. <laughs> yep. It was the golden age of gorilla costumes on television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it that. You might wonder why they call the 70s that. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of uh, uh, hard hitting news that you uh, tune into this show for. Yeah, just, you know, I, I, I just I like to I like to educate while we mm-hmm. while we entertain. That's all. Yeah. Um, what else? All I can think about is gorilla costumes. Now I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, Puff was great. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they tried to go legit literally one time, and they're like, yeah. "Well, okay, well, I guess we just caused traffic jams now for no reason." I love so much. She's like, "We're trying to be legitimate bounty hunters." Now, let's go fuck up the street so that static will come out. Yep. Also, I love a, and we talked, we've talked about this since at least uh, Parasite, Rudy. Mm-hmm. I love a, an unambitious villain. Yep. Someone who's got genuinely interesting or, or powerful powers who decides to use them for really stupid shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Like, Puff can, as, from what I can tell, make her breath into any substance. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gases that can do a lot of things. Yep. And I mean, also she has bullets. knockout breath and she yeah. has acid, acid breath. Acid can eat and... through like walls and yeah. stuff and, and she can make people sick. And... Yeah. Yep. At first I thought, this is me rewriting the episode to be a little better, mm-hmm. that Puff like uh, breathed some kind of poison like uh, at uh, uh, Daisy. Mm-hmm. Because what she said was, oh, Static cares about uh, 
innocent people. Well, we'll just mm-hmm. have to put some in danger. Mm-hmm. And then the next beat is her actively hurting his girlfriend. Yep. Like, that would have been better than, as Tilo says, tripping near some rubble. Mm-hmm. Just Gently not- oh. bonking her head. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, my brains. <laughs> Oh, again, no, my that... most of you. <laughs> so again, that sounds—that sounds like something where the standards and practices be like, no, Puff can't, can't do that. No, you can't show children having poison gas. They'll find the poison gases underneath the sink. Well, I mean that's true. They'll think it's cool to eat poison gas. That is, I mean, I'm not really sure why every parent keeps poison gas in the house. I never uh... understood it. That's why I never became a parent. Yeah, well, that's mm. that's the only reason, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep, the only one. Yeah. You, you could just get some Mr. Yuck stickers. It's fine. Mm, I also don't like stickers. Oh. <gasps> Sorry, oh, well, Yeah, now you've, uh, well. now you've insulted her <sighs> delicate sensibilities. That's like stickers. That's the end of this friendship, I guess. Uh. <laughs> also, does Canada have a weird version of Mr. Yuck? I just realized that might just be an American thing. It's like Mr. Bleh with, like mm-hmm. with like an unnecessary U and he's wearing a toque. Yeah, there you go. Mr. Which- Mr. Blip. Yep. Hello, I'm Mr. Blair. I and show I have, people that I don't like stuff. Then I have to look up what a toque is, and it's just something I already know, but with a different <laughs> word. <laughs> yep. Uh, you got to put on your homework because you did such a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what, that, that's a flagrant misuse of, of Mr. Yuck and his international counterpart. Also, I did poison or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or anything? do. Yeah. What do I care? You sound like Matches Malone. <laughs> they pay me regardless. <laughs> And um, at one point, Static calls Puff Puff Mommy. Yeah. That was I had to very think bad. about that one for a that's second. Not and then good. When, I, when I figured it out, I was sad. Yeah, that's the worst kind of puzzle when you solve yep. it. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, I oh. win. Oh, the answer oh. is stupid. I didn't want to win these. I think I think that's why Tilo gets so mad at puns. Because it takes oh, your brain fair. a minute to, to put together what joke is being made. And then you figure it out and you're angry for wasting the effort. It's yeah, that was lazy. not worth it's my time. It's just lazy humor. It's not. <laughs> They, there was, uh, speaking of horrible wordplay or whatever, there was someone who saw Static and admiring him from a distance said he's all that in a bag of chips. Oh, that was a shame. Which, I wish that hadn't happened. This episode dropped in 2003. It's a holdover from the last season, so maybe 2002. Mm-hmm. That expression was at least 10 years old at that point. Yeah. Yep. Like, I will give it, them some leeway for things that are a year or two old because animation takes a while. But yeah, that's, that's like almost a whole generation. Come on, they were making fun of that on on Austin Powers, and that had come out like four years earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're making jokes that Austin Powers made several years before, you're it's bad. Maybe and you're a doing mom them straight. Said that, yeah. The, What's that? There's a, that on the sense. cartoon a mom mm-hmm. said it. Well, all right, right, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Is he all that in a bag of oh, chips? Oh, mom, please stop. My friends might hear you. Static might hear you. The cool superhero might hear you. See? <laughs> I'm still cool. No, you're not. Speaking of cool moms, though, uh, yeah. I don't know if we've met uh, Daisy's mom before, but I like her. Yeah, she's she, cool. She has shown up once, and I do not uh, remember why. Huh. But they mentioned it in the um, the uh, the wiki entry. Ah, okay. This is her second appearance, and she appears uncredited. Mm. Well, she didn't have many lines, if any. No. I can't remember her saying much. I just I like the look of her. Yeah. Is all. That's basically mm-hmm. it. Good character yep. model. Yeah. At the end, um, when the when Daisy is waking up from the coma, she is surrounded by roses which people sent to her. And I'm like, what the hell? Obviously mm-hmm. you send her daisies, not <laughs> roses. This is so dumb. But then mm-hmm. Static made a big electric daisy out, was, out in, in the sky for her, which was very was sweet. Really mm-hmm. sweet. And now she thinks she's dating Static. Mm-hmm. Well, how am I going to tell Virgil? Oh, right. We're barely dating. (laughs) Also, they did a couple of beats of that again. Mm -hmm. God, I'm so tired of that. Like, she was mad that they never get to see each other. Well, yeah. Just tell her, my friend. Just tell her. I have a note here that says, why does Virgil even bother going on dates? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, why did Spider-Man do that, too? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, at, at least when Terry was doing this, Dana was so stupid she never figured it out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Daisy's smart. Like, she's just going to be like, this guy sucks, yeah, actually. Daisy, Daisy reads books. She yeah. doesn't uh-huh. just sniff them. Yep. I would really like it if eventually he was like, oh, by the way, I am Static Shock, and she would be just like, 
Yeah, I've known that for like seven years. Like she would yeah. say, uh, "I thought the guy's name was Static, not Static." Oh John. yes, that's what I'm Static. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I figured that out like two days after I met you. Of, yeah, you, you, look, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you two have the same hair. Well, now a third person has that hair, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, except, <laughs> except without spoiling too much, that person stole the hair from one of the original two. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really count. Lousy hair thief. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's as good a place as any to go to the next episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a quote that I don't care for, so I'm just not doing a quote this time. Uh How about that? It was just Richie saying something stupid or something. The uh, the quote slipped and fell into a coma. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, Tilo, why don't you tell us about Romeo in the mix? I shall. In the cold open, Hot Streak, sorry, I'm not Al, I can't do all the funny nicknames, (laughs) decides to steal himself an Akira motorcycle. Then Ebon stops him, but wait, that's not Ebon. There's a new bang baby <laughs> called Leech. His power is stealing other metahumans' powers, like so much ugly green rogue. He's amassed a collection of babies. He's amassing a collection of babies so that he can have all the powers. Now my favorite part of the show, which is the new theme song. <laughs> Superhero static shot. Woo woo. By today's guest star, Lil Romeo, no less. You see, Frida and Daisy have won a contest to direct his new video. I bet they didn't even get paid. Stupid fan contests. (laughs) Romeo is not into this idea until Bernie Rast promises that Static Shock will be on set. Sorry, just Static. (laughs) Aw, Static is his favorite hero. Virgil reluctantly goes to the shoot. So does Gear. But is soon won over by Lil Romeo, who looks adorable in his little Static costume. But then Backpack picks up a metahuman alert and the new duo heads off to break up a jewelry robbery where Leech kidnaps Talon. Now he's got wings. Uh, Virgil shows up at the video set, which I thought we said that was bad last episode. Uh, And Leech grabs Little Romeo instead of Static. Leech and Static arrange a trade, but when Virgil shows up, Little Romeo is cuffed to a runaway roller coaster car. Static does some cool flips and saves the pop star, but then he gets nabbed by Leech. Back in the jail cell with all the metahumans, Virgil discovers that Leech, that Leech needs to replenish his powers periodically, hence the collection. Meanwhile, Daisy, Frida, and Lil Romeo are cruising around town in his giant-ass limousine attempting to find where Static's being held. Romeo realizes that it wasn't a real jail cell, just a movie studio, and he tells the girls to go get the cops while he sneaks in to save Static. Which he does. Ebon, um, Hotstreak, and Talon, though, leave Static and Lil behind to deal with Leech. The weakened Static has some trouble fighting the bad guy, but Lil Romeo uses his brain, the best superpower, to trigger the sprinkler- sprinklers to go off, knocking Leech out. Off camera, Gear catches some depowered bang, ba- depowered bang babies. <laughs> Can you manage this, Richie? They're just regular people right now. Yeah, he just Boy, tied up some regular people. Boy, they're real easy to catch when they don't do anything. <laughs> he did, and he says it. He says uh-huh. it. Yeah, like, come on, take credit. Like, just, yeah, I did it. A plus, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I can just add that to my resume that I have successfully nabbed Ebon and Talon. And, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to put Shiv down. but You guys all saw it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The cops can have it. Yes, yes, we wrote it down, Gear. Mm-hmm. hmm Also, I am absolutely going to steal your turn of phrase. Uh, uh, Static does a bunch of flips. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. Yeah, I know. <sighs> so, apparently, we are divided about this episode. Mm-hmm. Maggie, what are your thoughts? Uh, I did not like this episode. Oh, well, let's get into why. Yeah, um, Lil Romeo's terrible. Uh, this episode plays like the, uh, like a, like a make-a-wish where everyone just stands around and talks about how great Lil Romeo is while he dresses up like his favorite superhero. And he's not great. And his song is terrible. Oh, no. Well, someone disagrees with you. Okay, wait. The song that's in the video is mm-hmm. not great. No, it's not. Um, it that... sounds like a freestyle, but then he does it again. Yeah. I was going to give him some credit. Like, okay, he just made that off, off up off the cuff, but that's not the real song. But then it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the theme song of the show, however, is mm-hmm. fantastic and wonderful. And I absolutely love they got a teen 
rapper to do the theme, I think that's fantastic. And he was actually popular at the time, is that correct? I've heard yeah. the name, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was not into yeah. pop music well, much Well, the at this point. theme song for the first season was mm -hmm. written by the music director for the show and sure. like performed by a jazz fusion guy who was like in his <laughs> 40s. Okay. Um, so it was fine, but like having an actual young person do the theme well, is kind of amazing. We've talked a lot about the music on the show and how I think it's a good idea that they're trying something mm -hmm. new, but I don't think they've very effectively pulled it off. But well, I like that's that's the issue is we keep having these terrible songs that are just like, you know, like Hot Face shows up and it's just like, eh, it's Hot Face, Hot Face, Hot Face. Yeah, and his, <laughs> his theme is like the, the music that follows him around is this knockoff Limp Bizkit stuff, yeah. which in 2003 was about right. Mm -hmm. But it's also, it doesn't sound very good. Well, and it's also a good choice for a dipshit white guy whose pants don't fit correctly. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I kind of like that they, that, that that style is only really on that one white guy. Yeah, yeah. Hot Fudge is the only one who has that and yeah. nobody else. Yep. Yeah. It's like, exactly. okay, it's, it, we're either doing Limp Biscuit or Eminem. Like, it's one of the two. Yeah, and probably we can't do Eminem, so. Uh, we, we would prefer not to. Yeah. Um... I think I, I I disagree with you a little bit because what I liked about this episode was that it took the basic framework of the Shack episode and flipped it. Mm -hmm. Instead of Static being starstruck and talking about, oh my God, you're amazing. I'm meeting Shaquille O'Neal. This is so great. Instead, it was the celebrity guest star saying, oh my God, Static, you're my hero. You're so great. And mm -hmm. I thought that was cute. I liked I liked the idea that this big star wants to dress up like and be like static like that's that's great for Virgil who in our favorite episode so far said he wished there were more black superheroes mm. and he wants someone to look up to and now he's got a kid literally wanting to be him yeah it's but not to the point of like being a stalker or whatever he just wants the costume for his video I appreciate that but it's I, I don't know I just I like that I like that He's got an admirer that isn't just a regular ass person. It's it's a famous person, you know. Mm -hmm, yeah. That's that's cool. To the point where he gets when he gets captured, uh, Hot Streak is like, "Ooh, can I have your autograph?" Mm -hmm. That's for my thing. sister. It's, it's very. This episode is very much a wow, Lady Gaga, welcome to Springfield. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't strike. I mean, look, I think it was more like that with the Backstreet Boy. I mean, that is also true. I think you just accepted that because you know who the Backstreet Boys are. That is also true. But I do was... not know who Little Romeo. I kept confusing him with the movie Romeo Must Die. Oh no, that's mm. a different thing. Mm -hmm. mm. I always confuse that with Death to Smoochie, which is also very different. Mm -hmm. I confuse a lot of things with Death to Smoochie. Mm. <sighs> but yeah, I, I actually, knives, for example, what's that? Kitchen knives, for example. Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a strange thing to mm -hmm. confuse. Do you just you just looking around? Yeah, you're just saying things you see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I didn't see my copy of Death to Spoochie. That would have really ruined that joke. I also thought he was a pretty good voice actor in that way that people that Andrea Romano casts mm -hmm. tend to sound like real people and not like people doing voice. Like, Phil Lamar does a great voice of a kid, mm -hmm. but this sounded like an actual kid. Well, it definitely, so yeah, it definitely sounded like they had a 12-year-old there. Yeah, but also a 12-year-old with a, like, you know, maybe not a great actor, but not like a wooden, like, oh, you know. Better mm -hmm. than most child actors. Better than most musicians they bring into a show to do some acting. Sure. I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Although, I don't know, Coolio was pretty great. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Coolio probably the top. Yeah. But also, he was playing a character. Mm -hmm. They got they let him stretch a little bit, whereas everyone else is just coming on playing themselves so far. Yeah, he was playing a character called, like, Evil Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> Uncoolio. Yeah. That was not that funny. Yeah. No, but it was funny. <sighs> I my good thing was actually Lil Romeo. He was great. Yeah. I loved him. Uh and they animated him really well. They they have tended to do that with the famous people. Mm. Like they seem to put a little more care into the character models and give them some like specific facial expressions and stuff like that. Yeah. That that's why the Coolio one was so weird. It was because it's like they cast him but they also animated him. Yeah. It's like, well, the Backstreet Boy was in that same episode, and of course yeah. he's going to look like himself, but Coolio could look like anybody. Yeah, he doesn't need to look like Coolio, but he does look like Coolio. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look like Coolio, why would you want to look like anything else? Mm -hmm. 
that hair takes a long time to to get right. You know. Oh, you I bet. Throw a wig on or something. Mm-hmm. Do they have to throw a wig on the animated character? I guess so. Mm. It's a terrible strain for the wig maker's wrist. <laughs> but no, I I I like the character. I thought thought he was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I didn't immediately catch on to the fact that him being dressed up as Static meant that um, Leech was going to take the wrong guy. Oh, that was my first thought. I'm like, oh, we're doing the Flash Thompson dressed as Spider-Man thing. It's, <laughs> it's such an obvious thing. I don't know why I missed yeah. it. And I was watching with Amanda, and she's like, oh, well, there's a fake Static for someone to kidnap. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. you're right. How did I not catch that? Shit. What's wrong with me? I mean, the main, guy, the, ba- the bad guy has been going around kidnapping people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the bad guy is actually my good and bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The villain is genuinely scary. Yep. Which is very rare on this show. Oh, yeah. Great we, design on this dude. Yeah. But we also get dudes like Hot Plate who are just not, <laughs> like, not threatening at all. Let me throw some Frankfurters at some bystanders here. <laughs> which is what he said, I think. Listen, if you've ever been scalded by a hot dog, you'll know how threatening hot dog is. Mm, I suppose so. Now I'm just imagining him as Jughead's dog, whose name is Hot Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then he gets hit by a car and starts the zombie apocalypse. Oh, uh, I, I don't think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that see, that's a whole tangent that could turn the show into that for the next twenty minutes, and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm trying not to trying not to to go down that road. Well, I don't know enough about Riverdale to sort of like meet you base beat for beat on this one. I don't know enough about Riverdale for either of you to. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about Archie comics, not. Oh yeah, not Riverdale. Like, look, Riverdale could be a whole podcast as Tilo and I yeah. discussed oh, it yeah. later. Riverdale could be a whole podcast that I would want to listen to. You, We would have to do it in 15-minute chunks, literally, because there's too much that happens every episode. Yeah, we would never get through the series then. Yeah. I've said this many times, but when someone I'm watching it with leaves the room for five minutes, it takes me ten minutes to recap for them. <laughs> anyway. It's like, just pause, because I'm going to be gone for two minutes, and then mm-hmm. you'll have to pause when you get back anyway. Yeah, exactly, because Cheryl just punched a comet. <laughs> she did. That is how the season finale ended. And now they're in the past. Yep. She punched a comet and now it's the 50s. She punched a comet and uh, exploded in her chest and Mm -hmm. (laughs) disappeared into the crowd. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway, the villain was actually kind of scary. Like his power was scary. His Mm -hmm. his whole deal was scary. He takes on visual aspects of the people he steals from, which looks a little goofy, but in a comic book way, that's kind of cool. I love how goofy it looks, honestly. Yeah. Like he's got uh he's got Talon's wings mm-hmm. and he's got Ebon's like uh fuck, what did he take from me? It wasn't his just sort of his general like skin tone. We just looked it like his, Ebon. It was mm. but then he had like uh the skeleton bone teeth, which uh, was my good thing. Yeah. And he had suckers on his fingers because mm-hmm. he's a leech. leech. Yeah, yeah exactly. so he can stick to your dad's uh car window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Uh, sorry, you wanted to talk about the skeleton bone teeth. I don't want uh, to. That was it. They look cool. I liked them. Okay. He does. He looks like a cool, scary villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his powers are genuinely scary, and he's using them in a scary way and keeping the heroes and the villains who have mm-hmm. to work together, which I'm always a sucker for those kind of stories, yep. like locked up. And I like all that. I. Uh, but my bad thing is his voice is mm-hmm. not scary at all. I'll get you heroes now. I looked it up, and um, I guess this counts as a hey, it's that guy. If you mm-hmm. even know who this guy is, he was David Arquette, mm-hmm. which explains a lot. Everyone former former WCW belt holder <laughs> and star of the movie Eight-Legged Freaks, David Arquette. I don't know and either Scream. of those things. And what? Scream. He was in Scream. Yeah, see, I, I haven't seen any of these things. Yeah. So- I don't actually know how I know this guy. Wasn't he in the 1-800-COLLECT commercials or something? Maybe. He was married to Courtney Cox. And yeah. He is like a big it, actual actor, named actor, and he does yeah. a very bad job on this cartoon. Yeah. No, I know enough to know that he's got an annoying voice. Yep. And he was not the best. Like, this could have been such a, like, a, a just a terrifying villain, and mm-hmm. they really just kind of, like, messed it up at the, really? at the last bit there. It he almost like I don't know what it was, but like I was watching him, like it felt like he had, it felt like he had like a Fraser lilt to his voice. You know what I mean? I could, I, I don't, yeah, I guess so. I'm not sure how to describe it other than Fraser esque. No, I know what you mean. But it just sounded like kind of a normal guy, which mm-hmm. we needed someone a little threatening. Yeah, yeah someone exactly. with a little presence. Yeah, you get someone like David Warner. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, fuck, just, just uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, the guy who does Static's dad's voice, has yeah. so many. Menacing yeah. voices. Just use one of his. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to get a a, a special like uh, person for it. Ah, it was just annoying. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of bad things, Tilo, what's yours? My bad thing. Oh, we already talked about this a little bit because it keeps coming up. Um, my bad thing for this episode is that um, it's really annoying that Daisy hasn't figured out the virtual static yet. Mm-hmm. Like she literally kisses him, kisses static on the cheek in this episode, mm-hmm. like close enough to smell him and be like, oh, why does this guy smell just like my boyfriend? And he's got my boyfriend's hair and it looks like my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And sounds and his, like him. And sounds and like friend- my boyfriend. And his best friend is my boyfriend's best friend, mm-hmm. uh, who is not even wearing a mask that you can see. Like you can it's... see his face through the mask. No, and I forgot to mention this in the previous episode where the Justice League is trying to figure out who uh, uh, Gear is, and they mention his mask. I'm like, what mask? Mm-hmm. It's a green face shield. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a mask, but it's transparent him. enough for him to see out of it, which means we can see his face. That's yeah. like me showing up at your house wearing a bicycle helmet, and you going, "Who the fuck?" He does wear a bicycle helmet, though. Yep, he surely does. Pedaling around his dorky little scooter. And look, one, I think those things would actually be fun as hell to ride. And two, safety is important. But in a cartoon, it looks real dumb. That's all. I um I was watching this with Mal in the room yesterday, and uh, she goes, "Does he have rollerblades on?" I go, "Yeah." And she goes, "What a loser." (laughs) Yeah. That really screams of desperation. Look how cool I am. And mm-hmm. like rollerblades are kind of cool, but on a TV show, it's just look, look at me. I'm edgy, guys. Yep. I, if this is like 94 cool, not 2003 yeah. yes. cool. Well, like Maggie pointed out in Gear's first appearance, he's like the worst member of the Burger King Kids yep. Club. That's mm-hmm. what he looks like. Ugh. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yep. Backpack named Backpack. Fuck off, Richie. God. <laughs> Why won't you die? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like, um, I don't know if it was Daisy or the other one. What's her name? Frida. Right. Yeah. Frida. Uh, Maggie's early choice for this is a very important character who became nothing. And look, we, we both had a lot of those. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you were like wrong to think that. It sure felt like it. Well, I mean, you know me, like I find a character to latch on to, but she didn't stick around. She doesn't do enough for me to actually make jokes about her or anything. No, She's it's not like, your blurbo. It's no. like when we thought Hot Sauce was going to be like the main villain because he mm. was the one who started out as uh, Virgil's bully. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, this is going to be the recurring guy. He's got a personal history with him. Mm. Now he's got powers and he's nothing. He, no, because he, he doesn't have a he doesn't have the leadership and the planning ability. He's got firepowers. Firepowers are so like potentially scary. Yeah, but also if you give firepowers to an idiot, you've just got an idiot with firepowers. Yeah. Well, this you is, can find those anywhere. This is how the DC animated universe tends to deal with people who have very dangerous powers, is they give them to very stupid people. Hmm? Yep. Like Rudy. See Parasite, yeah. Yeah. That's a, another thing that's scary about Leech is that he does have he has a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a very good plan. It would have worked if he hadn't if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. Well, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say if he used a real jail cell instead of a fake one, but also that, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say I like Frida when she's directing the video, she's got a hat that says auteur on it. Yep. Which <laughs> I thought was cute. <laughs> oh my god, in the last episode we did not talk about the only background joke this show has ever had. Oh yeah, fuck. Which they're at the movie theater, and there's a poster up for not the Iron Giant, but the Giant Iron. And it's a picture of, like, a clothes iron that you would iron clothes with. Yep. That's it. Oh, That's great. It's a good joke. It's a bad joke, but it's a great background joke. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not something you want two characters talking about and calling attention to. But it's a thing, if you spot it in the background, you're like, okay, that's cute. I like that. Especially if your favorite movie happens to be the Iron Giant. Oh, which it, it's in my top movie. ten. That's a good movie. Yeah. It's it one is of those a good movie. that uh, she hadn't seen until like last year. I was like, okay, shut up. You need to see it right now. Yeah. yeah no, good. we did the same thing a couple of years ago. Yep. And get ready. You're going to cry. I need to see it again now that I have functioning emotions. I mean, yeah. You're going to cry some <laughs> Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cry my ass off and I am not like receiving, you know, hormones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh oh, uh, when um, when Leech has uh, uh Talon's powers, it looks like his wings are made out of squirrel tails. <laughs> Just big old squirrel tails. Maybe they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know how her powers work. Yeah, who knows? Uh, 
we got a bit where he tries to steal Richie's powers and says, wait, you're worthless. Just yeah. throws them away. That was very good. If uh, if this had been a comic, you would have had like a wor- like a thought balloon from him saying, being like, he only doesn't steal my powers because he doesn't know about my enormous brain. Uh-huh. No one cares about your brain, Richie. At one point, someone calls him Gizmo instead of Gear. Which apparently is a comic reference. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I saw that. I'm like, that's a reach. <laughs> You've met wikis, right, Maggie? I mean, I have met wikis, yes, numerous times. Okay. I mean, we, uh, you know, we spent years and years reading about mm-hmm. freestanding ladders in Memory yeah. Alpha. So that's, uh, that's a bigger stretch than Rubber Band Man. <laughs> I was thinking uh, when um, uh, Leech took uh, Little Romeo, he's like, oh, well, now he's got the power to be a rapping 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, what else? I, uh, what hmm. was almost my quote was uh, Leech saying, time to find some more suckies, suckers. <laughs> okay. I- I, I can see why you picked it. That would have almost been. But I see why you decided not to also. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> what did you pick? Oh, it's this great thing that little Romeo says to Leech. Back off. Mess with me and you have to mess with my posse. Do you really think I'm afraid of some street gang? Street gang? Dog, I'm talking about my lawyers. That made me laugh. Yeah, that was really good. Maggie probably hated it. Mm-hmm. Huh. You probably did. Let mm-hmm. me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike hates uh, every every music related thing that I like, and vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's just how we it's been we treated. we have very different musical tastes. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Leech was mildly racist at Little Romeo. Was he? Well, yeah. I don't care for that. Yeah. Can you repeat what he said? Or he was said it very like, racist? "Oh, you're gonna get my gang, your gang on me." Uh, mildly racist. I suppose, but it's also like rappers tend to like. Like that's a that's a rapper thing. Like mm. he might have said the same thing to Eminem. I'm not trying to make excuses. You might mm-hmm. be right. Mm-hmm. I think I would squirt him with the water bottle. Yeah, that's probably yeah. wise. There was there's a there's an episode of Flight of the Concords where Jermaine is dating an Australian woman, mm-hmm. and uh, in the, in this is a deep background joke. Uh, instead of a swear jar, she's got a being racist jar. Yeah. And it is full of money. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Which I think that was just a, a thing from New Zealanders saying, these Australians, they're racist. Mm-hmm. They're racist. Uh, anything else? I think that's everything I got. Hello? Uh, uh, make that noise. <laughs> just keep making that, that vocal fry. Uh, yeah. Um, I have a note that says Virgil looks hot with his shirt off. Yeah, we talked about mm-hmm. you thinking that. It's true. It's true. He's got good arms. Yeah, they gave him some definition in his shoulders, which, you know, that's nice instead of just making him a beanpole. Yeah. Yep. They've done the same to Richie, though. Yeah, I hate that. And look, putting aside my distaste for Richie, it just doesn't feel right for the character. If no. carrying backpack around all the time, like, it works out your, your delts or something. I don't think that that is true. I mean, you pick him up like this. Lift it, yeah, but then you put him on your back because it's in the name, backpack. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not okay. arm pack. Okay, R- okay. Richie invented stuff that would pick things up for him. Like, yeah. We see a lot of robot legs skittering around to bring him yeah. a pen or whatever. Like he built a robot to carry his robot. Oh. I mean, <laughs> look, if that were the case, I would find him more sympathetic than I do now. Yeah. I'm all about the expending a lot of effort to be a little bit lazy. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. At one point during this episode, uh, Static is telling Lil Romeo about his weakness, which is water. And I'm like, oh my God, why are you doing this? And the answer is so that- Set up and pay off. Yes, exactly. So that the bad guy can get defeated by water. I like that. I like him him, telling him, yeah, sometimes my powers don't work. Yeah. You got to think. Yeah. But um, Puff in the last episode got defeated by water. So, like, 75% of all bad guys can just be defeated by water. But I mean, that case, was every it's... episode of Superman. Yeah. That is that was my answer to that as well. Yeah. Because yeah. we noticed a, a long stretch of them. It was just like, oh, look, it's uh, live wire. And, uh, oh, look, it's water. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. So. Well, I better, better go find a hose. <laughs> to be fair, if you spray anybody with a hose, a strong enough hose, they will just fall down. Oh, yeah. 
I suppose that's true. It is. Mm-hmm. That's why firefighters are our greatest superheroes. Mm-hmm. Just them and the wind fighters. I yep. Mean, they're better <laughs> than cops anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if we made a list of people that were better than cops. We'd be uh, here all day. Yes. Richie's better than cops. And you've yeah, got I horns to make. I do have horns to make. Which is a wonderful segue into why don't you tell people how to buy the things that you make. If you go to bunnybubbles.etsy.com, you will find um, all of the horns that I have. I think I have currently 223 different varieties of horns for sale. And we are talking about costume horns that you can wear to look like a little devil or something, right? Yes. Not like a trumpet. Not a trumpet. No, I can't make trumpets. I bet you could if you watched a YouTube video about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could make trumpets. Of all the people I know, you could probably make trumpets. Yep. (sighs) We'll see. But um, now I have to learn how to make trumpets. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have some pop culture soap and some mm-hmm. other little just cute things. Just cute little things. Yeah, just... various costume things, which, yeah. you know, if you're going to a convention or say- Halloween's that... coming up. Yeah, I was yes. about to say, or say there's a, uh, a popular holiday coming up where we wear costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, yeah. yeah. And I do custom work, too. If you give me enough lead time, I can mm-hmm. make anything. That's not true, but I can make a lot of things. I was you can make trumpets. I was admiring your confidence there. <laughs> I really just want to edit out your your hasty like no 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 I can't yes yes I live with you and you can I watch it happen. Thank you, I appreciate I, it. I watch you open a box of what looks just like nothing, like dirt, like like clay or something, and then I go get some food and I come back out and it's an object. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what What the fuck alchemy did you just do while I was getting a Pop-Tart? Jesus yep. Christ. Used my little rat hands and made a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, uh, buy her things. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before before we leave? About uh, these episodes, I, we... I mean? Uh, no, I think we can wrap it up. Very Mag- well. Maggie, I miss you. Come back and visit again. I miss Aww. you, too. I was just talking to uh, Mal about this. I don't miss her at all because I live with her now. Mm-hmm. That's why she lives here, so I don't have to miss her. Yeah. It's pretty good. I don't miss Al anymore at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Uh, I recommend living with your best friend. Um, Okay. Our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. Uh, oh, Twitter. Uh, I am at Algar. I'm at uh, Maggie Robots. I'm at T-E-E underscore underscore L-O-W. She thinks. Look at look at who me and Maggie follow. Mm-hmm. She's and you can in find there. Me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala, bang babies. Woo woo. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 